what's the digital nomad lifestyle like? This is kind of a pick and choose your own adventure because you can sit by a pool. This is not a particularly fancy pool, but you can sit by a pool for three months and get your work done. Then you can go back to smoking hot Texas for whatever reason you need and get your work done there. Um, you could then fly down to <clears throat> Honduras to get your work done. Some people go to Italy. You could pretty much go wherever you want. But the lifestyle, the important part is you are making money, buying traffic and living anywhere to really maximize your experiences. I talk about increasing your sovereignty at the same time, but ultimately it's about your experiences. Taxes aren't so bad. And honestly, if you're in the United States, it's not that bad. So. Hello everyone, this is Nomadic Chad. You're listening to Revenue Operations in 10 Minutes. This is the podcast for six-figure earners who want to transition into seven figures using the Digital Nomad MBL program of make money, buy traffic, and live anywhere. So I think people overthink the lifestyle because they think you have to be at the pool every time. I almost did this inside the apartment, uh, but just for YouTube, it works better to have this backdrop. Um, I think they think that you have to be in Bali every time. The reality is, especially if you have kids and you are concerned with schooling, you're going to jump around between a few different locations every year. That's interesting. Gigantic cloth, what are you? Oh, did you guys see that? So, um, but the, the key, the clutch is you're making these decisions with informed decisions. You're not making these decisions because your employer forces you to be somewhere. You're not making these decisions because you can't afford to go to New York, for example. I would much rather be in Roatan in a one-bedroom, two-bedroom condo on the beach than in a 5,000-a-month apartment in New York. But at the same time, when I was in New York, I was 26, 7, I was late 20s, you know, into early 30s. And that was, man, that was a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. It was an amazing time. So if someone lives in New York and they go to a cafe every day, and they're doing whatever they want. Are they living the digital nomad lifestyle? Yeah, they're doing what they want to do. There's autonomy there. All right, here's another thing that I want to talk about. You don't have to renounce your citizenship to the United States. You don't have to collect uh, secondary residences, although there's a lot of conveniences if you can get your hands on one or two. Um, you know, there's a lot of politics in the U.S. There's a lot of taxes in the US, but there's also a lot of space in the US. There are a lot of different states in the US. Um, there are still colonies, technically. When you consider uh, Puerto Rico and the Virgin Islands, you're not, I feel. I think people feel like they're stuck. Here's one thing that I've noticed. I'm, I'm from New Orleans and I go home a lot and most of the people that are from my hometown they never leave. Every time they've ever visited me, when they come this, when, when I used to live in Colorado, they come to Colorado, oh, this place is so amazing, I wish I could live here. And then when they come to visit me in Austin, oh, this place is so amazing, I wish I could live here. Or then when I was stationed in the Bay Area, when I was living in the Bay Area a long time ago, oh, this place is so amazing, I wish I could live here. Uh, I had friends visit me in New York, oh, this place is so amazing, I wish I could live here. We'll move, you know? They, and they, but here we are, 20-something years later, they're still stuck in New Orleans, they're still stuck in Metairie, in the greater New Orleans area. Uh, doing nothing new. So is that the digital nomad lifestyle? No. Now, does everyone have to put on a backpack and go vagabonding? No, that's the vagabonding lifestyle. 
The digital nomad lifestyle is specifically, and we're gonna wrap this one super early, it's specifically not being tethered to a desk. So make money, get yourself the six-figure income, but then immediately start investing that money into traffic so you can 10X your income. So you can start making $100,000 a month and get yourself into the seven-figure a year club. When you're there, you have enough in income to negotiate your, location, your locations however you want. I have W-2 income still, because it pays great. And I have quote-unquote bosses still, because that's what happens to corporations. But when I talk to them, I don't kowtow to them. Uh, it's a him and a her, you know? They know that I have options. They know that recruiters hit me up twice a month. They know that my skill set is in demand. They know, they, they feel from my actions and the way that I talk to them, they feel that I'm not worried if this job were to disappear tomorrow. And I'm not even, I don't want you guys to think that I'm rich from all the side income either. I just make really great money from a combination of, um, of cash flows. So it would hurt if I lost this W-2 income, but I know how to get it back. I know how to surface a new one. I know how to just create that level, that, that quality of living in my life. And because of that, I make travel decisions with a certain easiness. They say that whoever um, has the most options, has the most power in negotiating, some other ways of saying that are whoever cares the least wins. You know, it's not that I don't care, but I'm just not, I'm not worried. If they ever threaten me, I would call their bluff. Uh, if, if I ever felt like I was getting squeezed beyond my principles, I would just go find the next one. So what does it take to make a digital lifestyle? You gotta make money. You can't do this working as a gas station attendant, unfortunately. And I know some hardworking people at gas stations and I wish I could help them out. Um, so you gotta make money first. But once you're making that money, you have to instantly untether yourself from the desk. And if you're in a position where you're not making the money you wanna make now, you have to start making that money thinking of ways to not be tethered to a desk. So you have to think of things like project management in the tech world, scrum masters, the agile process, um, business analyst roles, product owner roles, um, QA roles. Developers, if you really love that world, go into it, but I find that not a lot of them travel anyway. Um, or, or otherwise, gigs that don't mind where you're at. I know people that run our uh, deal desk and customer service and they go back to, uh, not Switzerland, not Norway, not Scandinavia, Amsterdam. They go back to Amsterdam all the time. So, I don't know, lean into it. Make money, buy traffic, live anywhere. But if you want the lifestyle, you can start it now and you can start it with a lot less money than you think. Just start being other places than your desk and focus your values on deliverables. Focus your values on creating value, sharing value, and receiving value. And you're already on your way to the digital nomad lifestyle and moving yourself into seven-figure income through the MBL program of Make Money by Traffic Living Anywhere. That's it, guys. I'll see you on the next one.